0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the digital Honey room where this week michael and benjamin's podcast is your only pop culture podcast that isn't discussing infinity war even though i michael one of the co-hosts and ben the other co-host say hello ben hello ben have both seen it isn't that right ben
1: That's actually incredibly true. For the first time ever, Michael, I actually saw a Marvel movie before you did. You did did
0: see it before me, Ben, by a matter of hours, but it was before me. But
1: it was a matter of hours, nonetheless, and it was before you. It was. It was Um, very impressive. Jeez, it was very good. Well, Ben, look, Uh,
0: do you want to explain the rationale for why we're not talking about Infinity War?
1: Look, Michael and I, we love you. We think you're great. And uh, we don't reckon that you want a ton of spoilers in your weekly podcast. Um, So we're going to hold off. Until you've gotten a chance to see it with us, mm-hmm. and then we're going to discuss it as a team, as a team, as a, a whole. Yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. We want you to engage. We're going to engage with you. It's going to be symbiotic. Yes, we're going to. We're going to it's give and take,
0: or symbiotic. If you Sy- take the pronunciation from the new Venom trailer, what a segue!
1: Oh, smooth as butter. Um, yeah. Um, do you mean? Do you mean Spawn 2? It was
0: very like Spawn, Ben. Uh, that's a symbiotic Spawn. sort of thing that you said there because I was thinking exactly the same thing.
1: Yeah, bloody bloody Resident Evil meets Spawn. Um,
0: ben, did it fill you with confidence?
1: I, I'll be honest, Michael, it didn't. it didn't. No, it didn't. Tom, Hardy, Tom Hardy reprised his role from Warrior, 2010's Warrior. Yes,
0: I remember it well.
1: Um, where he just plays a moody, bloody American prick.
0: Th- that movie, Tom Hardy... Play uh, Tom Hardy in Warrior, is the reason that I had many arguments about whether or not I could beat up Tom Tom Hardy.
1: Ah, because he was so jacked.
0: No, because he played an MMA fighter on, on TV. So that means he's probably better at MMA than real MMA fighters.
1: Is that not how life actually works? No, Ben, it isn't. It isn't. He, no, it, it is. Oh, I've made some serious threats based on some pretty cool mirror fighting that I've done. Oh,
0: he—he—I've he, seen you mirror fighting, Ben. It's not cool.
1: <laughs> it's not pretty.
0: He does do his mumbly kind of American. we are we gonna go and get get off I've, in this sort of situation? I've
1: I've made a living out of hiding in plain sight, and you are not very good at it. Yeah, I'm, like it's just—he's just got that real rumbly bloody can't figure he also he's trying i think he's trying to do the endearing nerdy character occasionally it's hard to tell isn't it did you see like it's very inconsistent Mm. like he's like i'm a reporter i find what people don't want me to find and he does that whole thing and then in the apartment he's like i'm
0: I'm sorry i'm a bumbling i'm a bumbling Uh, man whoa
1: he becomes Hugh Grant all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, Hugh Grant. To- oh, I'm, 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 I'm terribly sorry. I didn't mean for my, my, my symbiote to, 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 to smack him into the wall. But yeah, you're you're half expecting
0: con. him to fall off a fence and go whoopsie <laughs> daisy.
1: Whoopsie um, daisy. Yeah. They also awful tagline release your inner anti-hero. Yeah. What a shit tagline. Yeah.
0: I thought it was going to be release uh, your inner demon.
1: That's or, that's exactly what I was going for. And then anti-hero flash across the screen. Nobody like consciously goes, I'm an anti hero. That's not a thing. Yeah, even Punisher <laughs> that's, that's, wouldn't go that far. Uh, no. You no. Go on. I don't think we've ever unanimously so much hated a piece of pop culture news, but this just seems silly. Uh, it's look, just so out of step. And symbiote is a weird way to pronounce it. Uh, it's not Ginny's, Jenny Slate's fault. She, she probably tried. A bit, oddly. Oddly strong cast for don't, uh, an oddly shit film. Look, we've, we've talked about this
0: before. The problem with these movies is Sony doesn't know why people like movies.
1: I <laughs> think that's becoming painful. Yeah, They
0: don't understand what it is about movies that people <laughs> like. So they just kind of throw things at it <laughs> with their own weird twist on things. What people like about Venom is the spider-man's arch nemesis angle and they've gone we can do without that can't we uh, we we'll would just and get tom hardy to do uh, a kind of a weird voice and he'll uh, i like so this is so rambly but i like how tom hardy is also venom
1: yeah he does his no but then james earl jones steps in and does the fucking voice for him occasionally but, like but that's tom that hardy. was a big but that was a big oh is it yeah it's not just tom hardy talking to himself it's also the big deep voice yeah that's also tom hardy did they they must have put a modulator on him or something? He sounds, <laughs> like, that. he sounds awfully like James Earl Jones. Yeah, it does. I was actually. half expecting him to say, Tom, someday all this will be yours. Yes, or it's Tom, like, I am your father. We must we we must never go there. <laughs> um Yeah I I don't know. It just seemed very tonally off to me, as in it's so nineties. Hmm. It down down to the weird motorbike scene yeah. like no one's used a motorbike to jump over things with sparkly explosions since triple x with vin diesel or triple like, x 2 with ice cube like nobody's been or using scrambler 3 with vin diesel and ice cube also the <laughs> Sorry, <Ben>. the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the the jump is much less impressive because BMX Red Bull BMX bloody scrambler lads, do that without the help of a symbiote. Yeah, they can just hold on. <laughs> they just hold on to the fucking bike. Although um, they're not
0: investigative reper- reporters who might also be kind of nerds.
1: Who are going to do their jobs despite their their girlfriends asking them not to do that.
0: Yeah, well, look, man, we've um, all been
1: there. I... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, some of you have been there People who have girlfriends have been Oh, Ben. Ben uh, No, I just don't do girlfriends Michael. Ben, you don't need As a you girlfriend know. You have Avengers I have Avengers, that's yeah. true I might go see it again This might be the first Marvel movie That I will see twice in the cinema Oh, wow I might go again tomorrow Wow Or not tomorrow, Friday, Saturday Saturday Ben, Saturday. I'm going to
0: Prague so I can't do that um, That's
1: a shame Yeah,
0: but... Uh, I've never revealed my address on this, have I? Have I just revealed that I won't be at home this weekend? Oh, no, look, this isn't even going to be broadcast until no, I'm home, so we're haven't. fine.
1: Yeah, no, we're grand. This isn't coming out till... Well, I mean, no, it's coming out It's coming out tomorrow, Michael. <laughs>
0: no, Ben, look, I think it's on. We can be honest. We're recording this on Thursday night, having seen Avengers on Wednesday.
1: Oh, for God's sake, look,
0: Michael. Look, Ben, um, the, the most worrying thing for me about Venom is that it looks like it would fit in tonally very well with The Amazing Spider-Man 2.
1: It could have. Ben, who is screaming? Um, see, so that's the pub across the street, you see. There's another football match. Oh, on. good. Okay, <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought there was another a symbiote football murder. murder. Uh, no, it's just Tom Hardy going, why do I keep picking these fucking movies? <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous question. <laughs> Um Yeah, but it also... The, the other... Yeah, look, it could have fit perfectly into Spider-Man. It could have been a great Spider-Man too, because it's got all the right... Um, it's got all the right elements it could just be Spider-Man as doing an internship because he's a big science geek Mm -hmm. in the wrong company Mm -hmm. and he comes across a bloody 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 symbiote
0: yeah and there's uh, Eddie Brock investigating it and he ends up with it halfway through
1: there's even more but there's even more because in the thing I think one of my least favorite arguments for human experimentation is it could be the next step in our evolution nah fucking couldn't um and then what they do is they try it on a bunch of normal people it fails with a bunch of normal people and then lo and behold our character comes along and he's special so the symbiote doesn't kill him what you could have done was you could have had a bond with um peter parker who's an enhanced human and could actually sustain being oh, bonded to the good, symbiote, good, ben. and then you could have bloody, you could have bloody had him separate with a better understanding of human physiology, and and bonded to bloody, bloody Tom Hardy. That's very but clever. No, look, Ben, no, we didn't do that.
0: W- we'll give it the benefit of the doubt. We're both going to see it, but uh, I'm not excited. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fair,
0: Ben. It's bloody fair. Moving on to things that yeah. are good. Have you been keeping abreast of Legion?
1: I Le- haven't, haven't. Sadly, not. My internet connection is still shockingly bad, uh, as I'm sure you're aware, Michael. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I haven't kept up to date. No, go on, go on. Iron-
0: ironically, Keep Ben. Ironically, there, your internet connection kind of dropped out on me, so I couldn't hear what you said. Well, I think you were complaining about your internet connection not being great, which is quite an amusement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, oh, how look, meta! How meta! Look, Ben, I have been keeping up with Legion. It remains very Excellent. good uh thoroughly oh enjoyable good, i'm so happy
1: yeah thoroughly enjoyable I love it, nicely I, weird i love a good legion run nice and weird yeah nice and, nice weird. and weird glad to hear it
0: ever so slightly differently weird Um it's very good it's thoroughly enjoyable i'm i'm enjoying kind of gradually things making sense i think again it is going to hit the point in the series where i go oh now it makes too much sense
1: and you're going to dislike it as a result of its its sensicalness. Yeah, not
0: dislike it so much, but once things start making sense, it starts losing a bit of the fun.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's fun to be confused and going. What?
0: Yeah, even on step a, of the way, you, you could even say that about Legion on an episode by episode and a series wide basis. Most of the uh-huh. episodes when you don't know what's going on in the episodes, they're the best bits.
1: They're still very enjoyable. as a
0: result and the last episode was one of the weaker ones i think but it was still very good
1: it was still well that's good it
0: was still better than episodes of other things
1: it was the lame puppy wolf of a pack of wolves yeah
0: it was the ben of the podcast ah gotcha
1: (laughs) zing that's that's because you saw avengers before me can we pause this so I can have a little cry under the table, please?
0: No, Ben. It's late where you
1: are. We have to get this done. I No, but my I, I actually might not be able to make it through the podcast. That really hurts. Oh,
0: sorry, Ben. Sorry for the zinger. Yeah. Secret reveal. Podcast wanker is me.
1: <laughs> what a twist. Um, no, region is good, Ben. Get no, back on that's, it. That's not really true. I'll get back on it as soon as possible. Um under the news, yeah, it's uh, mildly interesting or not interesting, I don't know, it depends on how you feel about it, really. Um, well, if you're listening to the this aqua- podcast, you'll probably uh, find we, it got, somewhat. We've gotten some, some plot revelation for, for Aquaman, starring, starring Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Um, Jason Momoa. Um, Jason Momoa yeah. Momoquaman. Momoquaman. Aquamomoa. Um, yeah, so he's, um, he's back. Um, and it's going to be... <laughs> he's, back, uh, he's back in the sea. He's back, he's back he's, in the he's sea. He's under the water. Um, no, but the villain has been confirmed. It's going to be Ocean Master. What a terrible is, name. Who is... Yeah, it's fucking shocking sounds, sounds, sounds like a yacht. Um, Ocean Master. Do you dream of a life on the waves? Do you dream of sailing across the seven seas? Well, now you can with the new line of Ocean Master cruise lines. See? Um, yeah it'd be real good be real good Um, as you know Ben I have no idea about who
0: Ocean Master is so what even is uh, Ocean Master
1: what even is Ocean Master well Arthur Curry uh, also known as Aquaman is actually half human half Atlantean Um, like like Spock like Spock very similar except he's usually all emotion he's a very emotional man is our Aquaman yeah Um, sometimes he has a spiky hand yeah sometimes depending on how we feel about that either he's lost his hand in battle against is it the anti-monitor could have been the anti-monitor or imperex i can't remember which one he lost his hand to is the anti-monitor the guy
0: who keeps an eye on your weird aunties
1: uh, yeah, exactly. He just makes sure that your aunt isn't sipping too much on the booze, or isn't trying to insert herself into your life too much, or <laughs> make too many questions about, you know, your cousin's sexual preferences, and then judging him on a Christian basis. You know, that's what he does. I think that's his re- whole thing.
0: Think you've revealed a lot about yourself, there, Ben. No, oh,
1: it's, it's not my fault my aunt keeps asking about my sexual preferences <laughs> um, but, um, yeah actually my auntie's a lovely woman and if she's listening I'm really sorry oh, it's not yeah, a reflection when, on you we need all the lovely listeners woman. we can get leave your auntie alone <laughs> but anyway Ocean Master is also known as uh, Orm Curry um, and oh. he is um, yeah it's a fucking awful name isn't it uh, anyway he's Aquaman's half brother half brother um, and he basically is real jealous of Aquaman Because um, Aquaman gets to be the king of the sea And he doesn't And he feels really left out He wasn't half Atlantean um, And he became exceptionally jealous of his brother's uh, Underwater talents Oh he's just um, a human He's just a human um, no. He's he's So there's an aqua Man, and then there's a Hugh Man. Um, very good. And uh, yeah, basically he got mad jealous. So what he did was he went off and he uh, amassed himself a big old fortune, um, and he puts it all into kind of enhancing himself and turning himself into an Aquahuman. Oh, very um, good. So a kind what, of
0: ocean what, master, if you will.
1: Yes, an ocean master, very if good, you will. Indeed. Um, almost like it was built into the name. So the director of the film James Wan or Wan i I'm not really sure. Um he says that it's going to be a classic story of sibling rivalry. Oh,
0: like Thor. Um,
1: yeah, so that's what we're going to have like Thor exactly. We're we're attempting Michael, you've you've seen straight through it and to the next point, we're going to have a little Thor rip-off. No, we're going to have good. a little Thor rip-off. Although knowing DCU, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be awful serious yeah it's going to be awful bloody serious it doesn't need to be
0: did your screening of um, of uh, Infinity War come with the Deadpool trailer
1: it didn't no it didn't didn't. ours did they started like do you know do you know what my screening of um, bloody Infinity War came with a very active audience participation like rounds of applause cheers just be careful no
0: spoilers here oh Ben's gone like where have
1: you no, gone Ben? They went they went oh i've disappeared have i well i, I can still hear me oh you're, yeah no, you're, you're back fro- you're frozen okay we're good we didn't lose too much god it's getting more we professional lost- by the week <laughs> um but um, visual
0: but i can still see your sound that's
1: wave. all right that's all right um you'll you'll come back in eventually i'm sure Ben. Um, speaking of thor oh, ben yes have
0: you been keeping up with the thor comic books in the last couple of years
1: uh, I the last Thor moment I had was when he went in search of a new hammer.
0: Oh, that was a whole thing. Yeah, uh, he didn't get one. Uh, yeah, but he was replaced by Lady Thor, and Lady Thor, Lady Thor, Lady Thor turned out to be Jane Foster. Uh, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Thor. <laughs> very good, wasn't very it? Clever. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, I'm the first person who's ever thought of that. Um, but she did. She die. Anyway, she's no, she didn't die. She, so, she no, I think she's, she's on, on her way though. Yeah, no, she, Thor, Lady Thor died, and Mjolnir died. Poor Mjolnir. But uh, Jane Foster survived, but she's not Lady Thor anymore. So it looks like we're getting Thor back, normal Thor. Yay, normal Thor, North Thor. Yeah, just or Nor. Uh, standard Thor, Thor.
1: Standard Thor, store. Stormal Stormothor m- Ah no, stop it <laughs> It's too much of a loop We've gone yeah. too far Ben Yes
0: That will be good anyway Ben Since yes. we're not talking about Infinity War this week Since we are the only pop culture podcast not talking about Infinity War this week Go us What are we going to talk about instead?
1: Well Michael I don't know if you know but this is a very special podcast Oh is it? This is as close as we can get to our one-year anniversary, Michael. Oh, how lovely! Oh, how lovely! Exactly. Oh, how lovely! That will be the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, um, so that's um, this is our this is as close as we can get to an accurate uh, one-year anniversary, which is which is quite significant Hooray. for us. Um, so, huzzah to us, that's that's one whole year, ladies then and gentlemen. Who would have thought? Who would have? I I wasn't sure. I'll be honest. I was. Yeah, well, I, I, was, mean, I <laughs> thought we would maybe make six. And we get fed up with <laughs> yes. each other. What's this? 48? Forty-eight. Forty-eight or forty-eight? Yeah, something like that. Forty-eight, and we have taken a few weeks off. So that that about yeah, that about, matches that about up. makes it right. Actually, yeah, it's a year. Congratulations, yeah. Ben! Happy one year! Happy yeah, paper uh, anniversary. Happy happy paper anniversary, Michael. Uh, well done, us. I don't know if you remember our first podcast, Michael. It being so long ago, but you did a pitch. I did, Ben. It was at the moon at night. The Moon Night pitch Moon Night, Yeah um, We did a whole pitch on that Featuring Christina Milian And Rami Malek And things like that Yeah So I thought Yes In a nice little nod A tip A duff of the cap If you will Indeed To our original podcast I'd do a pitch as well
0: Oh It's like a tables yeah. have turned
1: Sort of thing A tables have turned Kind of thing Because I, I have done a pitch before On the podcast Michael Right Let's, let's be honest It wasn't my finest work uh, Let's be Although honest Although one of our Most viewed episodes is it? Saga,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking
1: mad. Um, there you go. Um, not my finest work, but nobody agrees with me. Wonderful news. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the kind of not finest work you want. Um, so, uh, yeah, today, um, we kind of, well, I kind of looked around um, and tried to find, uh, not obscure character, but a character that, that doesn't really necessarily get the limelight. As much as possible, like a and moon night, like a moon night, a, sim, uh, a similar moon night. But I decided to stay away from Marvel because you, Michael, really have a forte in Marvel. You, you kind of, you kind of nail Marvel most of the time. You're pretty good at it. And um, and,
0: uh, and uh, hold on, who else do I nail? Ladies, no one. Lady, <laughs> one lady who listens to this. Just, <laughs> ah, I'm sorry,
1: Katie. Uh, if you're listening, I, I I made him say that. Um, so so don't worry too much. Don't worry too much. Uh, anyway, moving on, yeah. <laughs> moving on from there. Oh, you're, you're gonna get in, you're gonna get in so much trouble. Oh, no, I'm fine. Um, I'll be all right. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> um, anyway, I've chosen uh, to do DC instead, so I've gone with Dead Man, Michael. Ben. Yes, I am not terribly familiar with Dead Man. <laughs> so w- w- go on, ask the question then, Michael. When you're done drinking milk in the middle of a bloody podcast, Michael. My God, I'm trying to keep my pro- gains. If you- <laughs> Michael's, just- Michael's just come back from the gym, he's wearing a Captain America T-shirt. He's so pumped. It's actually since bloody Infinity War. Man, it's
0: not actually a T-shirt. Uh, it's a rash guard. So it's a uh, it's figure <laughs> hugging. <laughs> As you can see here, yeah, the ladies not and gentlemen awesome. of the crowd can't see, but you can see. Not,
1: not unlike Stephen Rogers' uh, uniform. I'm, pr- in, I'm in protecting the... my gains. Protecting your gains from rashes. Um, it's very good to you. Uh, anyway, when you're done drinking a pint of milk like a bloody TV model. Um, like a Like a farmer. What, what even is Deadman? Deadman is a rather unusual character. Uh, ben,
0: I, I say the question. Hold on, let me do the question. Sorry, go on. We'll
1: go back. We'll go back. Go on.
0: Ben. Oh, yeah. I got milk in my beard. Ben. <laughs> yeah. What even is Deadman? <laughs> um, <laughs> are you happy now?
1: <laughs> you force that bit. <clears> hmm. <throat> <laughs> <clears throat> Dead Man, yes, uh, is a ghost from the DC universe. Oh, he's a he's ghost. He's a very, uh, he's a very significant ghost in the DC universe because he's um, ben, usually.
0: Sorry to interrupt you. Go That's on. actually a very good name for this episode. What a very significant ghost!
1: Very significant ghost. Right, we've been toss up between oh, oh, how lovely, and a very significant ghost. Hey, hang on, let me write that down because I will forget. <laughs> no, I've um, written it down. It's all right. Okay, you, wonderful. You do the. You keep going. Um, so. Uh, dead man is Boston Brand. Boston Brand was an aerialist, or trapeze artist, depending on who writes him. Like Robin um, in a circus. Uh, not exact, exactly like Robin. Exactly like Robin. Um, and uh, unfortunately for him, he was he was murdered. Um, no good. He was murdered, and upon his death, um, he his presence was summoned by a, the Hindu god of balance. Uh. In DC, she's given a very specific name. It's uh, Ramakushnu. I might get that wrong. (laughs) I think that's Um, right. For anyone that can correctly pronounce uh, Hindu-based deities made up by comic book companies, uh, please get in touch with the podcast and let me know. So, Ramakushnu needed an agent on Earth because the balance between good and evil had been tipped in the wrong direction. Ramakushnu derives... Sorry, resides... In kind of a Himalayan Tibetan region called Nanda Parbat. And Nanda Parbat is a fictional location that can't be found um, by evildoers who are still alive. Basically, what Nanda Parbat is, it's a place where those who committed evil in their life go and spend eternity. Um, that's what they do. They go there and they kind of rehabilitate in Nanda Parbat. It's all very exciting. Um,
0: Isn't is that the part, but not where the League of Rajal al Ghul live?
1: Yeah, so if you watch the Arrow universe right. from the CW, yeah. that is exactly where Ra's al Ghul and the... Oh, you're
0: saying Raish? Interesting. Uh,
1: did you say Ra's? I said Raz. Okay, I'll say... It doesn't really No, you matter. say Raish. Look, you stick, you you stick your potato. guns. You say potato... I say potato. Well, um, if you
0: say potato, you're an idiot. The word is potato. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair.
1: Uh, so, Rachel Gul, uh, if you watch the CW universe, mm-hmm. that's where he resides. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be honest, I don't play too much stock in the CW universe of Arrow because they took the entire Batman arc, mm-hmm. where Batman becomes the heir to the League of Assassins and the Demon's Head, and they just gave it to Oliver Queen. Um, which makes no sense. Well, it does, because um, he's TV's Batman. Yeah, he is TV's Batman. That's very true. It is just a Batman series by any other name. Mm-hmm. It's not at all like the comic book. Um, so, yeah, could have just made a decent Batman series out of that and called it a day. But so, there you go. Speaking of Batman, um, Dead Man has become mostly uh, famous for his team-ups with Batman. Ah. Um the wonderful creative team of Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. We've had them before. Um, We've had them before. They're very famous for their 70s run. Um, Well, sorry, just to go back a little bit. Um, He was originally introduced in the series Strange Adventures number 205 in 1967. So he's been around for a while. That Uh, that, that, that predates Moon Knight. That predates Moon Knight by a bit, I think, by by quite a bit. Um, So he's he's been around a good while, and he was created by... uh, Carmine Infantino, which is the most American-Italian name I think I've ever heard. Yeah, sounds like um, a comic book character. Yep. And Arnold Drake. Boring, Arnold
0: Drake. Boring name.
1: Yeah, not not as American-Italian as Carmine Infantino. Um, so he was great about the two of them, but he kind of rose to prominence when he started teaming up with Batman in the Brave and the Bold mm. series, which was written by Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Um He has had something of an ill-fated return um, to the spotlight recently because DC, for some bizarre reason, uh, keeps giving Neil Adams his own series. Right. Um, Because Neil Adams is very famous and they're kind of trying to cash in on that as much as possible. But Neil Adams has kind of lost the plot. Gone mad. A bit of a Frank Miller Chris there's a Clarement. reason they didn't they didn't yeah exactly there's a reason they didn't let him write his own stuff back in the day um and he has a new dead man series out um and it has been described of what it would be like to live in the mind of an insane person oh that sounds um, good yeah um but like not a good insane person oh, just one of the bad someone ones. who's kind of Continually loses their keys and takes that out (laughs) in the world. Like me. Yeah, exactly. Living inside Mick's head. But anyway, really interesting character. What he can do is, as an agent of change uh, for Ramakushnu, he uh, can possess the living, Mm -hmm. which is what makes him unique in the DC universe. Possession is is not really... um, a foregone conclusion in the DC universe ghosts can kind of interact with the world, but they can't necessarily possess. Ah, he can, okay. in order to directly affect the actions of the living. Oh. Um, and he became really famous for a number of reasons. First of all, he's a, a real smart ass. He's mm-hmm. a real smart ass. He's a wise a um, wiseacre. He's, he's, he's a wise acre or wise cracker, depending on how you arrange those letters. Um, and he's, he's a, a big fan, and he was a nice foil for Batman. In his more serious adventures, because he would try and lighten it up, um, and he's one of the big cosmic entities in DC. So you have like the Spectre, you have the Phantom Stranger, you have all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And what he is, he's kind of the levity to all of that. He's the so they, he's the, the
0: gentleman ghost.
1: Yeah, not he's not a gentleman by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, he's um, a bit of an character, a cad. He's a bit of an L, a bit of an L cad. It's kind of his whole thing. But a cad with a heart of gold and oh, non-beating. Very good. A non-beating heart of gold um, And yeah So He's kind of very famous For all those runs And all of those Don't really embrace What I think is a really cool Element of his character And that's the horror element Of his character Do you know mm. who Kelly Jones is Michael? Rings a bell Was she from Saved by the Bell? She wasn't She wasn't That's Kelly Kapowski Very good Ben Her her poster still hangs Above my bedroom wall To this day Ha ah, <laughs> Kelly Kapowski Um Yeah So, um, Kelly Jones is kind of famous for a very heavily inked, macabre, kind of twisted style of comic book art. Give me an Um, example. He did the Batman Vampire series. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he did a lot of the covers for the Nightfall series when that came out. Mm. Um, When Batman became a Dracula. Yeah, exactly. The big, ovular, muscular, huge spinal column, twisted forms. Mm. But this isn't your Lee type of thing. This is much more a Mike Mignola, heavily stylized form. And a lot of the work is quite beautiful and very disturbing when you read it. So he really suits those kind of horror genres. He has frequently worked on... Dead Man, so much so that DC released a uh, trade paperback of his collected runs on Dead Man from different points in time, um, and he wrote those. He co-wrote those with Mike Barron, and he illustrated them. And they make for some of the most disturbing, uncomfortable reading. Oh, very good. Um, that you'll ever that you'll ever sink your teeth into. Mm. Um, so that has been the the informing principle of a lot of what I'm going to do today. Um, so I'm going to give you the first four episodes today. Right. And then, if you, if you like the tone, we're going to do a tight eight. Mm-hmm. Classic tight eight. Oh, we love a tight eight here at the podcast. Um, and Not uh, a flappy you,
0: 13. <laughs> fuck. Or a bloody cavernous 22.
1: A cavernous 22 can go fuck itself on this podcast. Yeah, get out of here. Um, we'll have less of the cavernous 22s, the mm. cav 22s. Very good. Um... Yeah, um so you're gonna to listen to the first four. If you fancy hearing about the next four, let me know. Right. Um
0: what's the what's the format here? Are we in a Netflix type of situation, do you think, or are you imagining? It's it's definitely gonna be a Netflix unrated kind of situation. Well it won't be Netflix. Well maybe let's say it's Netflix after Disney have launched their own streaming and then Netflix have had to team up with D C.
1: That's fair enough
0: to replace that's fair enough to replace the Disney stuff they've lost.: That
1: lost revenue. Yeah, that lost revenue.: I'm not giving it to CW, because CW will fuck it up and make it all tame and make them sexy and stuff.' And oh, that's, not, but that's, that's
0: great, Ben.
1: No, that's not what we're here to do, Michael. Everybody, would have,
0: everybody would have leather trousers.
1: Yeah, but I don't want Deadpool to have leather trousers. Um, For those that aren't familiar with his appearance, sorry, Dead Man, whoops. Um, For those who aren't familiar with his appearance, he wears a big... Oh, to be fair, it could work in leather. He wears a big red uh, jumpsuit Mm -hmm. with a high-ass collar. And depending on who draws him, he either has just a simple male face painted all white Mm -hmm. or he has a skull. He's an emaciated skeleton inside a suit.
0: I believe it's pronounced Skellington.
1: Skellington. Ah, mm-hmm. sorry. He's an emaciated Skellington. Yes. Um, in, a, in, a, in a kind of tattered red jumpsuit. But it depends on who draws him. So anyway, the aesthetic of this particular series. Oh, first of all, what we, what we want, the, the quote that I want to start this off with is, oh. and what really informed a lot of this was, is mystery attracts mystery. And that's a quote from H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, I like him. You are well, a, I don't Whom like you him. are a tremendous fan of. Well, Um, I
0: don't know about that. He was a real bad bloke and a bit of a racist and a bit of a sexist and uh, almost certainly some sort of weirdo.
1: Well, you enjoy a Lovecraftian theme then, if not Lovecraft himself. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we're going to borrow that and that'll inform kind of our, our tone as we go along, I suppose. So, um, in terms of sheer aesthetic, well, we'll get into that in a second. Anyway, uh, For episode one, so I want you to picture episode one. Okay, I'm picturing episode episode one. Sound really simple. Boston Brand in the comic books died after he was shot in the middle of his trapeze act. So he's tumbling down to the ground. So as a nice nod to that, Mm -hmm. what we're gonna have is we're gonna start immediately with someone falling to the ground. Very good. Okay. In a nice, not necessarily slow motion, but we get to see his face. And what we might do is we might have a spinning thing that's constantly fixed on his face. So the yeah, surrounding like that. spins with him yeah. and he's coming down. And then right before he smacks the ground, we see this massive smirk. Okay. Mm. And what we see then is a hand and it tightens around like a red kind of cloth thing. Mm-hmm. And you see himself pulling himself out of this drop. And what we see is we see a, an aerial, you know, you know, silk, aerial silks. I do. Very, you know, this type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So this is very popular now because I was trying to come up with a, a circus angle, but to be honest, a modern day circus is not really a thing. No, who goes to the circus um, now?
0: Only bad people.
1: Yeah, only only bad people who enjoy watching animals suffer horribly. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I kind of tried to update it a bit. So we have um, we have an aerial silkist instead is what we're going to do aerial silks an aerial silkist is that what they're called sil- I don't know I couldn't do- a silk master mm. a silkman a silkman um, so anyway he tumbles out of that we see that smirk um, and we see his face is painted in a, a skull we see a skull painted onto his face and he pulls himself out of that dive and he hauls himself up we pan out a little bit we hear that scream from the crowd oh, very um, good and this is our introduction to Boston Brand. Boston Brand is a, a. Before he died, was a bit of an egomaniac. He kind of always pushed his act, and he thought he was the greatest at what he did. Um, and he refused to perform with Annette, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Who's he Annette? His ten- um, love interest. Annette. Annette was a former love interest that he, he <laughs> she she kind of let herself go. Um, <laughs> called it a day. Um, Um, And as we all know, a net that lets itself go is no good to anyone. No, it's just a collection of ropes. It's just a collection of ropes lying on the ground in a tattered formation. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, he's a bit of a ladies' man. He's very arrogant. Um, And basically, this is all introduced in this moment with that smirk. That smirk is really, really important. In terms of who plays Deadpool, I have really struggled here. Sorry, Dead Man. Oh, God, that's getting really irritating. God, the marketing's good for that film, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Dead Man uh, has been a massive struggle for me because he's a, a huge smartass, but you also need someone with this bizarre physicality for when he becomes the ghost. Yeah. Because the ghost is this really elongated, like, stretched form that twists and turns. So in terms of physicality, who I was really thinking of was Doug Jones. Yeah,
0: well, Ben, look, I was there with you before he even said it.
1: Yeah, because you put him in a bunch of prosthetics. I don't want this to be a CGI ghost. Mm-hmm. What you want is, like, a skull face that's, like, very, very red skull, kind of, but even more tightly you know, put in and elongated and strange. That's mm-hmm. that's really what you want here. Um, and in terms of that, you need Doug Jones. But when you want a wisecracking personality, you can't really have Doug Jones. No, that's
0: not what you get Doug Jones for. He's that's not, not what you get Doug Jones for.
1: Yeah, you get him. So I have Doug Jones penciled in for a character a little bit later down the line and we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, what I was thinking was maybe if you had Doug Jones play the physical part, you would have someone else do the voice but that would be very unsettling, yeah. I thought. What you really need is someone with a lot of charisma to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and who I kind of landed on. Originally, he's a very brash Boston guy. That's, that's who he Mark, is. He's he's from Mark Asset. Wahlberg. It's Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Mark, Mark. You saying I'm a ghost? You saying I have to balance the scales of justice? That's right. Is great. that what you're saying? Yeah, I'd watch Why that. Why would you say that? Then I'd watch Why that. Why would you say that, Ramakushnu? <laughs> um, I'd watch I'll that right, I'll, I'll I'll fight you right now, you Hindu god of change. <laughs> Screw you. It's really yeah. good. I watched that. So, I would watch that all day. <laughs> I, would watch I would watch that. But unfortunately, no. I was thinking more your smart Alec character that we have these days, your Chris Pratt's mm-hmm. or your, you know, something along those lines. Something with a a, a real your, maybe even your Alan Tudyk's. Maybe even oh, maybe even a, a Tudyk in there. You know, not not overtly like I'm the best, but smug. Mm. You want a smug you Character.
0: don't. I'm on Tenter hooks. Ben, you you don't yeah. have someone, do you? I don't. Oh, I God don't. Say, so that's I the problem. This was all building to reveal.
1: That's, no, you see, that's the problem. I can't lock down who will play this man mm. in a TV series. But anyway, we're running out of time, so I'm going to keep going here. Okay. Um, so anyway, as it turns out, we're not in America at all. Oh, Where we are Prague. this time is in Paris. We're actually in Paris okay. uh, at this point Je in Uh, because a massive amount of street performing is still done in Paris. That whole uh, trapeze kind of culture, silks, that kind of thing, is still very strong there. So I felt that was a a better setting for it as we go. So anyway, he pulls out of that. Uh, We have the big smirk, the gasp. (laughs) (laughs) And we come back, and then what we see is a bunch of the performers in a bar. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have him talking to a very important character. Um, There's a very suave uh, character in the bar with him. It's kind of a bohemian bar. They're sitting around a table uh, chatting about the performance, how it went. Um, And this man reveals himself to be a guy called, now I'm not going to get this, uh, Loomis Wax. Waxach or Waxache, I can't remember how it's pronounced. There are two characters in the Dead Man universe um, that are very important. One is Loomis, and Loomis is a Tibetan midget that runs a detective agency. <laughs> <Very> uh, <good. laughs> and the other is Madame Waxache, and she's a New Orleans voodoo priestess. Okay. Okay. However, unfortunately, when both of these characters created, they're a little bit racist, and I was very uncomfortable with them as a concept. So what I did, more or less, was I borrowed the names and some of the character traits and I've combined them into one character that's a little less racist than both. Very good. So what this character is, is he's the fortune. Voodoo midget. He's no, there will be no midgetry or overly racist stereotypes of black women. Uh, We've we've avoided both. And we're gonna have him played by Idris Elba oh Uh, and Idris Elba is going to be the kind of in this particular realm he's going to be a street performer that specializes in fortune telling sleight of hand and escape artistry is is Idris
0: not a bit too big of a star to be a supporting character in a tv show these days
1: don't think so because he's less of a supporting character in my show and more of a moral compass okay um so I think we can get him okay I think we can get him. He still does Luther. He still goes back and does BBC's Luther. Like, he, he'll, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. He'll do it. So anyway, they're having a chat in the bar, and he's basically doing his whole, like, suave Idris thing, and it's all English, and, you know, and he does that whole thing. And then he says, you know you're going to get yourself killed. You know that, don't you? Like, it's going to happen one day. You don't use a net. It's bloody stupid. Um, and Boston... Boston says, you know, I, I don't need the net. You know, blah, blah, blah. It gives you your whole cool spiel, cool guy spiel. Don't need a net. I'm, it's hubris. We're sending up the hubris. I'm Marky Mark. Uh, Marky Mark, I don't need a net. I'll kill a net. Send me a net right now. I've got it. <laughs> so for the purposes of this podcast, he's going to be played by Marky Mark. But that's oh, not how we want yeah. Boston I'd Brand played. It. I'd watch it. And what happens is Idris turns around and goes, I, I don't mean just the net, mate and we see that idris is, is is looking over his shoulder to the woman who has been looking oh no at, uh, boston brand all night okay and boston excuses himself and he goes off to hit on this woman and uh the next day we find out she's married oh classic um, tv show who's and, the, who's and, the lady is she a sexy lady it, well it, she she's kind of interchangeable but i figured in the 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 kind of tradition of the podcast it's christina milian hooray um hooray in paris um you could also slot in a, a sexy uh female actress there as you choose um your i don't know who do we have who's good on tv i don't know uh, bloody selena gomez bloody yak one. have a selena gomez sticker in there it's grand um so um unfortunately she's married. We find that out the next day. Um, the man who tells him this is of course Idris. Yeah. Um, Idris is like, you know she's married, and that's the end of that. And so anyway, he goes, I don't care, it doesn't matter. More hubris, we're really pushing that angle, yeah. you know. Um, and we have another performance, and it goes excellently as well, a little bit tighter every time. And so we come back and we're kind of doing this in repetition. We're getting used to who Boston Brand is as a person. Right. Okay. Um and then we come to an evening that's less pleasant. Uh-oh. Okay, Kind of so, ominous. Uh, yeah. What happens is Boston is uh, in a bar. He's relaxing. And he's chatting with Idris again. And Idris is, is on the same thing. He's like, you need to leave that woman alone. You need to stay away from her. She's going to get you killed. <laughs> this is uh, just an excuse for you to do an that accent. That's Absolutely. pretty good. Absolutely. Um, and he's like, no, no, no. But then in the bar, we see... Boston is getting a little bit drunker And -hmm. a little bit drunker As the evening wears on And we see a father Who grabs his son A little bit hard by the wrist Uh Oh Okay And all of a sudden Why is his son in the bar? Yeah well look We can get around to that later It's France It's a whole different (laughs) bargain He's drinking wine Smoking cigarettes Irresponsible parenting He's hitting on his 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 father's Second wife's daughter Like it's a whole thing Okay Um and boston gets up he goes straight over and he starts a fight with this guy oh, no. he's like boston. hey what the fuck do you think you're doing I'm like hey hey like stay away from the kid it's a whole thing your man gives him a hard time for being american <laughs> obviously uh, classic classic please, thing you uh, are american, piece you of american fuck
0: off. The, the, yeah. this is our culture i can slap this boy if i want to
1: and this kicks off okay so, it ends up in a massive fight. Boston Brown goes swinging. Like, he's completely drunk. He becomes extremely emotional. Mm-hmm. Idris manages to pull him off. What's Idris's real
0: name again in the, in the show? Um,
1: L- Loomis. Oh, Loomis. Moxace. We'll call him Loomis. Just call okay, him Loomis. So, Loomis, Loomis holds him off. They go for a walk. They cool off. And um, he goes, you know, one day, man, karma's going to get you. Like, karma's a whole thing. Like, it's going to get you. And... Uh, Boston brand replies with the famous adage of Karma's a bitch anyway. Yeah. And he strolls off into the evening. So the next day, we're back on the trapeze thing. Unfortunately, Uh-oh. unfortunately, this time we have a complete replay of the scene the tumble, the fall down. He does the grip, we see the smirk. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we see his hand slide from the silk completely. No good. And he hits the ground. And this is because Uh-oh. this time he's covered in blood Uh-oh. and he can't get any grip. And he starts to pass out on the floor of his uh stage. Mm-hmm. And what we hear is, to end this episode, what we hear is, um uh hello Mr. Brand, I'm the bitch. Ah, <laughs> very good. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, very okay? good. Okay, so that's that's the end of that first episode. So obviously we're introducing ourselves to Rama She's about to make her big appearance in the next episode. Okay. So we're going to start with episode two, and this is the episode that we're going to title "Mystery Attracts Mystery." That's going to be our whole thing. Oh, I like it. I like that um, title. Yeah, and uh, basically now we have a, a very muted color palette. Okay, everything is a bit uh, grey and green and deathly. Like okay, the, like the land we're of the dead. On that. Now, what we're not doing here michael and what's really important is we're not doing an all black setting i'm not having wander through space i bloody hate that okay um so this time we're gonna be in the bar that he's been frequenting Mm. but this time it's it's muted and it's stilted and it's wrong okay Okay. there's no music playing like there was previously there's no atmosphere there's nothing like that have you seen the, the tv show hannibal Yes. Yeah. So what we want is a soundscape that's a little bit similar to to Hannibal, where we have all these creeping sounds that are kind of coalescing and trickling down things and causing havoc, okay? And he's going to hear something in the distance. It's going to sound like a memory or a distant memory or something like that, and he's going to head towards that okay?
0: Is it, is it a football match in? Florence? It's not a
1: football match. It's more like uh, an aerial silk arena where the audience is applauding, uh, and because like, he's an egomaniac, like Boston, Boston, yeah, exactly. Boston, he Boston. heads towards that, except in a French accent. Boston, 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 Boston. yeah. So he comes to a thing and then all of a sudden we have this explosion of color. I want you to immediately picture Doctor Strange. I want you to marry that with Legion. Okay. Um but I want you to have it way more organic. We don't have mirrors this time. We have shifting organic forms, spinal columns twisting in bright colors, very yeah. kind of Mexican Day of the Dead, H.P. Lovecraft, oh, you know, all is of a, this is explode then. All, all of this. Yeah, so there's a lot of like human skeletons revolving in space, that kind of thing. Skellingtons, my apologies. Um, and um, we have Boston wander through this, and he's like, "Oh Jesus Christ, this is so twisted." <laughs> um, and this time, Ramakrishna, he, she hears, he hears her voice, and mm-hmm. she says, "You should take a look at yourself." And he feels around, and he realizes that he's a skeleton. Okay, he's a, a what then? Twisted decay- skeleton. My apologies, Very good. A skeleton. And Maki Mark gets really freaked out. Where, where are my guns? Where are my where's where are my, my cannons? Where's my skin? Yeah, and he gets really freaked out, um, and we realize that he's kind of becoming this dead man. So she starts to have a chat with him about mm-hmm. what's right and what's fair. She asks him, do you think it's fair that you slept with this woman? Do you think it's fair that you did this? Okay, and obviously, because he's a man of short temper, he's like, mm-hmm. of, course it's, of course it's fair. Like, what do you mean fair? Life's not fair. And she's like, and then she says like, something like, this isn't life, so Ooh. this is a completely different ballgame. Um, So we have all this going on And then eventually She comes around To the crux of the matter And she says "Um, I need a champion of balance Mm -hmm. Um, And what she asks is Do you accept? Right And he says No I don't accept Uh Like why would I Why do I have to do Your dirty work? What's Why can't you do it? And she Mm -hmm. says She's not allowed to direct Blah 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 This is a lot of exposition So we understand What's going on Is she just a disembodied voice? No She is played By the wonderful uh, Indriya varma who played Elar- Elaria sands in game of thrones the oberon Mart, oberon no oberon martell's uh wife or paramore the mother of the sand snakes that's the one oh, that's the one good, okay. so we played by her because she is actually of indian descent and i felt that would fit oh, a little good. bit better Um, A little bit better. Um, Plus, she has that kind of presence that you need for a a goddess of balance and Mm -hmm. whatnot. Um, She's very elegant. She's very composed, and yet she can get real pissed off sometimes. Which is what you need. And Um, then she's a sexy older lady, which we know you like. She's a sexy. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, Oh god, revealing so much of myself. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So. Um in this case the colours are still explosive. They're really vibrant. You want to think kind of the, the powder festival in India, yeah, that kind of that's thing. We want these thinking. explosive colours um mm. going off everywhere. But yet with very macabre imagery, we want like human hearts beating in the corner, mm. things like that. Like it's real organic as we go. Um and she says You don't have a choice. You want to stay. This is the only way you can stay. So Boston Brand thinks he's got this. Boston Brand thinks, you know what? You're telling me all this stuff. You're telling me I can inhabit human bodies. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do this job for you. And then I'm going to steal a body. And I'm going to go live my life. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that's that's what he's thinking. So she says, the job is very simple. Your first task is very simple. It's right here in Paris. So she sends him to a cemetery in Paris where his funeral is taking place. Okay. <laughs> very good. So he comes down. He's quite, at this point, he's fleshed out again. It's kind of him in his stage makeup, but much paler. Okay? okay. And we go back to this world of muted colors, these muted blues, these muted greens. And he drifts down and he watches his own funeral. And he's delighted to see at his own funeral what it is is... It's a lot of the women he slept with. It's a lot of this thing. It's a lot of that thing. And then he's kind of unhappy to see that Loomis is there as well.
0: Ah, Loomis.
1: And Loomis is, is quite upset about the whole thing, obviously. Um, Now, Loomis is not a con artist, as it turns out. Loomis has a genuine connection with the other side. Uh, due oh. to his background from New Orleans um, and his kind of Indian heritage as well, he has a genuine connection to the afterlife so he watches as boston brand possesses another human being and then what he can't see boston brand as a ghost but he can see that someone is being possessed interesting so he's really his, his interest is really piqued by what's possessed something at his friend's funeral so what happens so, is yes
0: ben just from a visual perspective when he possesses someone and we're seeing from Loomis's perspective, will we see the actor who usually plays Boston Brand or will we see the actor who plays the body he's inhabiting?
1: No, we'll see the actor who plays the body he's inhabiting, which okay. makes a more interesting character because they'll have to mimic the original mm-hmm. actor. So you'll get to see this change. I think aesthetically and character wise, it can make for a very interesting episode every time because we'll usually be introduced to that character and then we'll be shown that character as Boston Brand. Mm. So it might make for entertaining. And Boston Brand, for me, will be more comedic in this very serious world of death. And uh, I will keep the levity as much as possible with the horror elements. It'll make for some nice kind of juxtaposition moments, hopefully, as we go along. So anyway, Loomis is very interested. Um, Boston doesn't really understand why he's there. He doesn't really understand why he's there. Because Ramakushnu, for her inevitable... Or for her all-knowing, omnipotent kind of quality, is extremely mysterious, hence the name of the episode. Um, and she doesn't ever give him a direct task. She just tells him where his task will be, and he has uh, to figure it out. So, like, as um, he's watching... Like
0: the TV show Quantum
1: Leap. Exactly. Exactly. Like Quantum Leap. Um, but better, hopefully. So, anyway, what <sighs> happens is... He notices he notices a pair of twins who are very creepy and out of place. They're two Ah, little girls. A pair of creepy twins, or as they're also
0: known, twins.
1: A pair of creepy twins. So Boston leaves the funeral to go investigate these twins, Mm -hmm. and then uh, what happens is we jump scene. No. We jump scene to where to dat America? Ah, dat America, (laughs) where a young man Mm -hmm. who is traveling by bus. Um, kind of has a moment. He's staring at the window absentmindedly in space. He's bathed in fluorescence. You can't really recognize him at all. Um, and what you see is he stops in this bus right outside a circus, okay? He goes in towards the circus um, and all of a sudden his face kind of flashes in this very twisted grin, mm. okay? Uh, and the next thing we know, we see him go into the tent. Right. And we don't see anything else after that. It goes completely dark. And then all you hear is screaming ah. and roaring and ah. all kinds of horror breaks loose. Okay. And then we flash back to the graveyard. So that's going to be our little juxtaposition. It's going to be our little change of scene to keep us going, to keep us invested. And we come back and we're in the funeral. So Boston has been following these two girls um, as they go around the graveyard. They come to a mausoleum. Uh, And they start having a very unusual conversation. They start talking about, do you remember when we were alive? Do you remember how we looked? We didn't, we had like full, um, we were fully grown, we were powerful, we were strong. And now we're forced to possess forms like these, weak forms like these. So Boston Brad very quickly realizes that these two twins are possessed by another two twins. Yet more ghosts. Yes, yet more ghosts, exactly. And these two twins are actually a pair of sisters, um, and they are very powerful witches. And they've come back after a long absence, and what they're going to do is they're going to raise an army of the dead, and they're going to send them to take over part of Paris. Classic. I think that has actually happened to Paris in real life. Probably has. Probably. Probably. So what we actually find out in the course of this and over the course of this he has to join forces and loomis has investigated all this uh because he was interested in who came to the funeral and him and loomis team up they realize oh my god you're still alive oh my god blah blah blah. and loomis becomes kind of his moral compass right he's he's like you have to do this you have to fix this problem Mm -hmm. uh you're the only one that can do it Yeah. Um, And so we have this whole thing. This is actually a storyline that was written by Kelly Jones and Mike Barron. So it's being worked into the overall narrative of the the thing. The original took place in New Orleans, but we're going to keep it in Paris for this one um, on that one. So unfortunately, in the course of this, what happens is the zombies actually get raised and Boston is exposed to what happens to spirits that can't leave. Right. Um, Which is the exact argument that he was having with Ramakushnu. Okay. About just inhabiting for as long as possible What happens is they're decayed And very twisted And we see a lot of people die A lot of people that Boston knows Who are still at the funeral mm-hmm. get eaten Not Christina Milian so, surely No Christina Milian didn't turn up She didn't really love him oh, She didn't really love him Michael I'm sorry She didn't oh, really love
0: him Mike from Saskatchewan will be Turning in his grave
1: But what we get to see here is, is Boston tries to, to stop this And he can't do it in one man's form and we watch him get the this man's form eaten
0: oh boston okay so
1: boston is eaten he doesn't learn what he needs to do to do this kind of thing and uh loomis who is actually has proper sorcery is able to defend himself against this kind of thing Mm -hmm. he takes out a a mojo hand from his pocket a mojo hand is a voodoo artifact imbued with a lot of power Mm -hmm. and and he uses that to ward off the zombies unfortunately over the course of the thing he figures out a way to trick the sisters and he begins to understand that it's not necessarily the spirits that are trapped there but it's malicious spirits that want to stay that are the problem Mm -hmm. it's not those that are brought into endangered servitude it's those so it's there's a very philosophical element here about you know learning your time and accepting if you will one of the seven stages of grief which may or may not be part of the theme of the whole run of this series um, mm-hmm. but, but this one is all right? about this yeah absolutely <laughs> this one is all about acceptance we're going to do it in an, it, not necessarily in the order that they normally come in but this one's going to be about accepting your place in the world um, and unfortunately during the during the fracas, fracas um, I would say but okay uh, fracas whatever uh, Loomis becomes gravely wounded Oh no not Driss yeah, not, not DJ Driss. Driss not DJ Driss <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's he playing a gr- set in the odyssey I know. on sunday night i know and how are we supposed to see him now we can never see it now um so loomis becomes gravely wounded and this is a huge moment for boston mm-hmm. anyway boston thinks that he's about to die okay loomis um, or boston uh, loomis he thinks that loomis is about to die and he's mm-hmm. like maybe i can possess you maybe i can help you maybe he's like and loomis is very very clear he's like don't ever possess my body He's he's very firmly against that happening. And he's like, I'll die on my terms. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he doesn't die. Oh, good. And it's a mystery. We don't know why he doesn't no. die. Oh, mysteries upon okay. mysteries. And we don't know why he doesn't die. But anyway, as soon as he's back on his feet... But why doesn't chat. he die then? As soon as... Well, Ramakushnu has... No, don't tell me. Has, no, don't tell me. Oh, no. Well, we can because okay. it's, it's, par- it's part of the tension. Ramakushnu has actually intervened here. Oh. And offered... Uh, Loomis a temporary deal she says I'll extend your life if you agree to show him the path okay, so good. Uh, Loomis is going to be his gal Friday from this point on so they're kind of bound yeah, so together now They they were best friends originally they were circus performers together or street artists together and Basically, Boston needs him to show him exactly what you can do. And he's like, Loomis actually makes an argument as to why can't I be your avatar on Earth? She says, you're not imbalanced. You're a good man. Boston brand is perfectly imbalanced to serve as my avatar.
0: Oh, that's very good. So, Is that that you or is that from the comic?
1: No, that's me. That's Um, very good. Well, no, it's partly from the comic. It's never really explained why Boston brand is specifically chosen. Um, But yeah, we can work that in as we go. So, he won't explain this to Boston, but that's the way it's going to go. However, Boston hasn't learned his lesson. And this is where the real horror element of this one comes in. Um, Boston runs off mm-hmm. in someone else's body. He possesses one of the survivors. Classic marking Mark. And as they're being carried... They- yeah, he's like, okay, I'm going to get away now. It's fine. Uh, Idris is cool. It's, it's cool. Um, so, he goes away. He survives for about six weeks. Okay. In this body. And then what happens is he starts to meld with the person he's possessed. Mm -hmm. And he starts to lose himself in this person. And he starts to become that person. And he starts to go a little bit insane. And what happens is that's reflected in his outward appearance. His appearance starts to become a lot more dead man-like. Okay. Okay. So he starts to look more like the ghost. And the problem um, with the dead man ghost is in my version... And this is based on a, a statue that I saw that was made by DC his costume isn't made of leather or cloth or anything like that it's made of sinew from muscle Yeah. so as he continues to possess one of the living his collarbones start to come up yeah. around the back of his neck yeah. which makes makes the collar and the sinew starts to stretch up with him and he starts to turn into this monster yeah. his skin starts to sink in and he pulls back and he becomes a skeleton a living oh, sorry, kind what? of uh, Skellington, my apologies. He sounds like a, he like a Hellraiser, like a pinhead. Y- yeah, but it's it's not going to be... He's not going to drip or be in agony or anything <laughs> like that. But his physical appearance starts to atrophy and he goes mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so he becomes this imbalanced spirit. Um, and then mm-hmm. he becomes tethered to the graveyard. Okay. Because he hasn't accepted his role as Ramakushnu's agent. So he's not able to move past... Where he belongs. So he's tethered. So eventually Loomis manages to find him mm-hmm. and he says, Do you understand now? Do you understand why this isn't possible? And he says, Yes, I understand now. And so he's kind of strong armed into accepting the deal from Ramakushnu. Okay? Um, now, the last thing that we're going to do, because we're way out of time, my apologies, the last thing that we're going to do is we flash one more time to That America. That America. And the same young man... Who's this now? Who's playing? The same game? young man that we came upon in the beginning... I'm not going to reveal that yet. We can't okay. reveal that yet. The same young man that we saw in the beginning mm-hmm. is back in America. This time he's driving in a car and he comes up to a graveyard. Okay. And this time what we see is we see a funeral taking place. Right. And again, we hear the sermon being given. We hear the tears. We hear the misery. We hear this... He goes up over the hill, Mm -hmm. okay? And we follow him directly as he goes up over a hill. But before we get to see the other side of the hill and the ceremony that's taking place, our camera angle stops. And all we get to see before the scene ends is... Or all we get to hear is more screaming, more misery, more torment. And then the last thing we get to see... Mm -hmm. is a human hand flicked over the hill. So the human hand will slap down into focus and we'll see that. And that'll be the end of episode two. Now, unfortunately, I have to leave it there, Michael, because we're mad out of time. There are four... Sorry, there are six episodes left in my run. Would you like to hear more?
0: Yes, Ben, I would like to hear more. I want to know who this mysterious bad egg is. Yes, he's an uh, awful bad egg. And I want to know what the connection between him and Mr. Mister 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 Dead Mr. M- Mr. Deadman is. Yes, um, Mr. Deadman is. Yes, I would also like to hear more about some sexy ladies who presumably are going to show up in this show. Oh, of course. Of uh, course. Yeah, so look, look, Ben, you've got me. You've got me with two episodes. You've got me... You've lured me in. I'm yes! seeing... I'm seeing specters of... Um, I'm seeing specters of some American gods' influence. Oh, yeah. A bit of uh, Pushing Daisies, maybe. Oh. I'm, I'm getting he's some right. Pushing he's, Daisies here He's right well. there with me. He's uh, right there with know, me. You know, i I'm seeing all those influences. If you were to make a sizzle
1: reel, they're maybe the type of shows you might include. There'd be some of that. So, mm. DC, if you're interested, if you want me to reboot your series and not make your characters wear leather or tame down their arcane aspects... Give me a shout. Give the podcast a shout. Michael's yeah. awful good at, at, at getting down to the nitty gritty. I'm awful good at tropes and stuff. And I um, read all the emails. And he reads all the emails. He does all the, the legwork. I'm just here to look pretty. Um, ladies and gentlemen, do you know who Deadman is? No. Let also, us know.
0: I always forget when you're not talking to me
1: what do you think uh let us know uh, do you like him do you have any favorite storylines Um do you not like him do you have any other ghost characters that you really enjoy did you think that the bloody venom trailer looked like spawn 2 let us know down <laughs> below give us a like give also us a subscribe
0: ben, yes let's let's rem- uh, i've had a few tweets asking us what oh. we thought about uh, infinity war so if there's anyone else who has any specific questions or comments or uh or tweets, or or inst- whatever Insta messages are called DMs, uh, slip them on by to us, and we'll we'll see what, uh, what 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 people thought about Infinity War and what we thought about Infinity War, and then we'll talk about Infinity War
1: too. Yeah, that gonna week. be great. Next week. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Dead man.
0: Yeah, that was good. Oh, I haven't stopped recording.